Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which police radio sent you. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Welcome to Witch Police Radio. Here I am on the internet, on everyone's uh, permanent home during the pandemic. And I'm here with a band that has been around the city for a long time. And I kind of want to talk about that uh, right off the top. But it seems strange that you haven't been on the show before. Because, I mean, I've been doing this for, you know, eight, eight, eight and a half years now almost. And I've, I've tried to cover as much of the local scene as I can. And I've always known about you guys. I've seen you live. I've heard your records. But for some reason, uh, it hasn't occurred to me, <laughs> I guess, like, you know, to, to reach out every time you have something new going on. But uh, I'm glad we're making this happen now. And I think that the best way to sort of kick it off is if the two of you who are here at the moment uh, want to introduce yourselves and maybe just give a bit of background about the band. Okay, well, I'm I'm here, Scott, and Andy's here as well. Okay. Andy. Hi. <laughs> and I guess, like, the I mean, I, there's, a, there's a big history, right? I mean, so maybe, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I was trying to think about how long it's been since I first heard of you guys, and it's got to be coming up on 20 years that you've been around, if not, yeah. if not more, right? I first saw Mahogany Frog when I was in high school in Saskatchewan. Okay, okay, wow. (laughs) They started long before I was in the band. Or indeed yeah. before Scott was in the band. Oh, really? Yeah, that's with... why it's, uh, it's, it's good to have right. Graham or Jesse around to field that question for sure. Because uh, Hilarious. Like, I mean, we've both it. been in the band for well over a decade, <laughs> but we're still the new kids in the band technically because they started it a long time ago, Graham and Jesse. Um, yeah. And it's seen a number of lineup changes since. Uh, but for the last long while now, it's been Scott and I and those two. Cool. And they moved. And it, yeah, Scott joined up right when they moved from Saskatchewan to Winnipeg. And then I sort of dabbled in projects with these guys for a while. Was on a couple records of theirs, doing like some playing. And then I wrote a song once they did. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, then I started. Again and then I toured times. one time briefly <laughs> while I was in school. And then I and then I just I did another tour. And then I got roped in. And now I'm just. I'm just doing stuff, doing stuff with this band. Yeah, that was in uh, 2009, I think. But even, uh, even, even that's a long time for a band. To be, I mean, even just. that era when you guys were there, that's, that's a long time for a local band to be around. Like, what do you think kind of propels this band to keep going? Jeez, uh, well, it's really fun. <laughs> the music's really yeah, great. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, uh, it was just uh, worked really well for a lot of years like uh playing those shows around the you know western canada or a little bit down east and stuff yeah. just always yeah you know, just always playing fun shows doing yeah it there's fun. always there's always exciting shows that i mean this last year has been a little different obviously of course yeah. but uh there's always been like sort of interesting shows to keep us keep us together and keep us focused and we have little projects and some of them have lasted a long time like this record we just put out which was like six years in the making and some of them happened in a much shorter timeline but uh yeah, yeah. there's always just like, been fun stuff and we've kind of all done other projects and other art and music you know at the same time so it's all just part of the it's all just part of the creative soup of all of its members cool so stew yeah that's yeah, stew. yeah it's a stew <laughs> yeah. it's a real stew yeah. you know and that comes out in the records that we all do different stuff and have different influences and I think there's all kinds of ideas coming together. Yeah, it's so dynamic. You can't really deny it. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like it just propels itself forward, kind of? Yeah. And you're asking, like, what keeps it going? It's just like it's that dynamic, you know? And uh, and then, you know, we're doing that over the years. People are offering us cool shows. That sounds like cool. The festivals that started up around Winnipeg over the years yeah. have all been super fun. And then finally, you know, Flaming Lips were asking us to you know, not there. No, no. <laughs> we were at the opportunity to open for Flaming Lips. Yeah. You know, uh, because of because of those opportunities, you know, building on themselves. 
like uh, after jazz fests and stuff that we've done because that was a sort of a jazz fest thing, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I guess you've slowly, slowly grown the audience too. Just, just over the the sheer amount of time that you've been doing this, you, your name has got out there more and more, and people have picked up the records as they've been released. And uh, I mean, that's kind of the hope, right? Is that you're collecting fans with each record and each show, and eventually growing the the, the base of people who yeah. listen to what you do. Yeah, but sure. we're picky. We're pretty picky about our fans, though. Yeah, <laughs> we, force them, we force them to endure a lot of weird stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, to so go for quality over uh, quantity, like the. the the good, the good, yeah. the really good fans, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I think that, like, yeah, there's just a certain kind of person that finds their way to a band like this one, uh, and they're all over the world. And so it's always interesting when we release records. Like, we don't get a ton of, we don't get a ton of like local attention. I mean, we've always played like a big fun show when we yeah. release records normally. Normally, yes. Uh, and there's like you know wide attendance and stuff, but but uh, I think. Uh, it's more so seeing the like the community of people around the world who are into like weird progressive psychedelic music, and uh, yeah, that part's that's definitely the most exciting part in some ways. It's it's got all a, like a wide it's got a wide reach, thanks in, in part uh, to Moon June and their support. Leonardo's mm-hmm. been uh, Leonardo's been a really big help to to spreading spreading our music around to like countries that we ourselves have never been to. Right. You know, well, it strikes uh, me that it strikes me. You guys play a kind of music that, that, um, kind of rewards, uh, close listening. And I, I feel like, you know, I, I mean, I may be wrong here, but the, your audience strikes me as the type of person who would really get heavily into it rather than oh, someone yeah. who's listening to like a pop record or something that's very disposable. I mean, yours, your music is so involved and, um, I think there's probably you're the type of band where you can listen to it and get new get new things out of it each time you put on the record, each time you hear the song. So I, uh-huh. it, it seems like maybe you have the the people who like in depth listening, like you know, someone sitting there with headphones on repeat or something, rather than just you know a, a throwaway casual listen. There's oh, man, a the lot night, of the stuff night, the in nightmares there. you'd get going to repeat on the sleep on the sleep to one of our songs, or I don't know. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Might be, be kind of nice. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. I I guess so. You're you know you might be right. I guess we like I had said. There's there's a lot of different influences and thoughts floating around, and they all kind of get compressed into this maximalist music with yeah. so many things happening at once. There's like there's like like lots of instrumentation and lots of different kind of competing musical ideas and rhythms that are all in there with like sound effects and explosions you know what i mean like yep. there's a lot happening and so there's uh there's ample thing like there's an ample amount of things to tease apart on uh, repeat listens that's for sure i mean it's hard he knows and he knows he spent a lot of time with these mixes <laughs> right and, and, it's and he's hard done a, to... a, yeah detailed detailed great job on it there's like there's so many things happening that like it's hard for me to think about it because like obviously like scott said like i sat there for just months and months like (laughs) producing together all of these things right in my basement with like tape machines and then lots and lots of tracks from from myself and the other three guys and so uh you know the songs were all there we played them you know hundreds of times but to make a record that was somehow more uh, like express those ideas and, and, and just added a little bit more on top was, was the challenge there. Hey, <laughs> well, this, this new record, it just came uh, out uh, at the time we're recording. This It's just a few weeks old now, right? Since it actually uh, formally came out. And um, that's right. I think, I think you mentioned uh, earlier that it was six years in the making. What's, what's the background of this album? Well, well, the songs well, we, are yeah. that old, you know, like that our last album release, we were already playing the uh, title, like the PD song off this record. Okay. It was already like a live version song at the time, the release of our last album. That's right. So the, the it actually spans like a really even further back than, than six in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we were started recording, tracking it. Were, like tracking it that, that early too. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. We started tracking it then in my, my old basement at the time, uncle stands. We, we were like recording it there in the basement. And then we did a bunch at our new space when we moved to, uh, to a studio downtown. 
and uh, and we recorded a lot of the components there initially, and then it sort of stalled for a variety of reasons. Like you know, we we had uh, we we had like sort of pretty grand ideas of all the stuff we wanted to throw into this record, and we slowly picked away at things, but then. You know, Jesse went to school, and I bought a house, and I had a kid, and Graham had another kid, and you know, so things. So there was got... also we also were like uh, there was some grant attempts, okay, and things That's like right. that. There was to, you know, many like failed couple, grant like, attempts, attempts to yeah. fund this big project yeah. we wanted to <laughs> undertake, and then uh, it seemed like that wasn't going to happen. So then there's the expense and trying to figure out how we're going to get money together, and we right. also played a bunch of really cool shows in that time, and there was just a lot of focus going into. Like the what time we did have with the band, you know, given all the other things going on in our lives, like, you know, other musical projects, Graham and I are in the Catamounts and, oh, right. you, yeah, know, yeah. Uh, you know, Jesse, Jesse was playing with Surprise Party at the time, uh, you know, and Scott was doing stuff with, with Greg actually, right? And uh, yeah, with Field, uh, Field, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, were, we, did, uh, Field. we did a Witch Police uh, in that era, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, so a live at the graffiti gallery. That was a weird one. Yeah. The audio on that one yeah. wasn't so great, but it was fun. No. Yeah. <laughs> the graffiti crazy. gallery. Yeah, it was the crazy side. It's a good weird side, side, side room. Yeah. yeah.
you know, not to, I, I don't want to talk about that field interview we did, but in connection to that, where do you guys fit in musically? Because I think that, you know, that is extreme experimentation, but, but what you do is tend, uh, maybe I don't know if this is true or not, but it definitely, when you listen to it, it, it appears that it has a lot of open openness for experimentation and for improvisation. Is that true or is it actually really rigidly set? For Mahogany uh, Frog or for Field? For Mahogany Frog, yeah. Field is well, obviously completely experimental, right? Yeah. Well, there's, there's sections, moments. You know, like there's moments of it. Um, yeah, there's especially sections coming sort up, of actually, carefully actually, composed in. It's like in this the, section, uh, we'll yeah. go wild for a minute. Okay, okay. But once, you know what I mean? Uh, like once we get this uh, next Faust uh, record out, it's uh, it's a great... Uh, because we're going like from these great rocking tunes that we have in that soundtrack like doing that live and then but then we also just dive into the full improvisation yeah playing with the movie feeling out sometimes like so there was all and there was always these like halfway moments and then there was like just full one way or full the other and uh that's going to be like the most dynamic uh mahogany frog record when that one comes out i think well what's the backstory behind that because i did see some stuff about that online and uh, so you're basically soundtracking that 1920s film that's right. The yep. Roxy Theater, the Roxy in Saskatoon has this thing that they had already done once with the shooting guns. I have that LP, yeah. Track to Nosferatu, oh, cool. right? Yeah, I love I love that band. So, it's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're great. That, that, so that soundtrack like was the, fantastic too. Right, totally. So the next year, or maybe the year after, I think it might have been the next year, they asked us if we would do a movie, and uh right away I thought of of Faust. Or uh, or Hoxon or whatever, however you're supposed to say that Hoxon, you know the yeah. movie about witches. But I okay. remember being like, oh yeah, I just feel like we're not the right people for that one. So we chose Faust, and I'm glad we did because then, um, it, it you know it, 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 it yeah the Garys did it and the like Garys last did year, Hoxton, a couple of years really ago. Good. Yeah, it was spectacular. So it's cool. I, like those are some of my favorite silent, scary movies yeah. from that era. Uh, Nosferatu, Faust. Hexen. um and yeah we we it's it's long that's the only thing it's a long movie <laughs> it's really long and i have a ton of experience doing you know movies because that's what i do sort of for my day job okay. i do you know audio production and sound design and mixing for film and tv uh and i've done lots of soundtrack work there too but this was uh it was a it was a pretty serious venture. Like we basically had two and a half months to cook up a two hour a two hour score. Uh, by the time we'd really started rehearsing it, and uh, we played nonstop for those two and a half months, basically like every day we were rehearsing in our studio, and then we played the Roxy. And we played the Metro in Edmonton, the Globe in Calgary. And then we came back and we did the the Park Theater here right in Winnipeg. And uh, and then and then we kind of shelved it and we went back into the other record, right? We went back into the Electric Universe record and uh, and doing live performances around town and stuff. And Faust sort of trickled away for a minute, although we had worked some of the elements from Faust into our live set. And then, um, like in 2019, we got a, we got some funding to record Faust, which was amazing. Um, and so we got factor funding. We we did a bunch of tracking in our studio. We did a bunch of tracking of like drums and bass in particular, um, cool. but some live stuff too at uh, at the Exchange District recording on on uh, Main Street, and then. And then I did a bunch of like editing over a f- number of months. And then we mixed it in sort of two chunks. We mixed it once um, in a way that we started integrating the live recordings from those shows in the theaters because Grant Triple, uh, f- who works at Exchange District Recording and uh, plays in the Catamounts with me and Graham and is my cousin. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, he was our, he was our uh, tech on the road for those Faust shows and he recorded everything, uh, multi-track, mostly multi-track, pretty good, uh, separation for everything. And so we had, you know, um, four performances recorded mostly entirely. I think one we missed a little chunk at the end, but, um, so we 
took basically a month to pick and choose. And we put together sort of a two hour version just based on the live stuff, but with the studio recording that we'd done sort of mixed in. And, uh, and then we actually screened that again at the, at the Roxy um, in October for Halloween. They did like a marathon where they screened a whole bunch of the, the stuff they had done Very cool. with these Halloween projects, right? So, so we slammed together a quick two-hour version for them to screen. And then we got to work on like really mixing for vinyl in January uh, here, in, here in my COVID basement studio <laughs> space. Right, right. Um, which is pretty sweet. So, so we, we took our time and we took like a good week and mixed down for vinyl. And I think we get our text press, test pressings next week, oh, right the week on. after. When so is I'm that? Very excited about that. When's that planned for release? Is that still sort of up in the air? That's very good. That's a good question. Well, we're <laughs> going to have records in relatively short order, you know. So I think it's it's uh, yeah, we'll have to decide what makes the most sense in terms of being able to get um, you know get get things organized such that we can launch it with a little bit of fanfare yeah this last one there was minimal fanfare uh but jesse and graham still did a pretty good job of sort of like trying doing a vinyl pre-release and trying to pump it up uh in the winter time in december and uh so that when it got released now like there was a little bit people were already hyped up about it a little bit yeah yeah we sold a lot of that vinyl and uh you know people seem to like it
Do you, uh, have you got to read the, have you read the review in the cups and cake? No, I haven't. What did they, what did they say? Uh, no, that? I haven't either. They did, they did, you, neither of you guys have read it. it. Is I swear the best written review I have oh, ever, really? ever, yeah. ever read. Like I'll check uh, it out afterwards. Yeah. It's it's freaking <laughs> freaking hilarious. Is it? So yeah. what was the what was the one that uh, there was another thing that someone had sent uh, in our in our little group chat, uh, Scott? What was that? That was a really interesting. The record opening. No, the was something gar- the gardening. Something oh, bad gardening, gardening advice. Bad, bad, gardening, bad advice. gardening advice. Yeah, that is a very oh, interesting. Sorry. That 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 is the one I was thinking. Okay, of. is yes. that what you're thinking? Yeah, of? yes. Because yes. I haven't read I haven't read the thing in cups and cakes, but I read that bad gardening advice one because you sent it to me, and it was yes. uh, it was very funny. <laughs> Do you guys know it who was, does that? Like, it's it was, so psychedelic. No, no idea. It's a, mystery, it's a mystery person. It is. Yeah, I've been trying so, to figure yeah. it out. That, that guy actually bought an ad on my show <laughs> once, and he he he, he, oh, far out. he dropped off like a, a five dollar bill in an envelope in my mailbox at some point. So he he, he came to my house, dropped it off, and <laughs> oh, ran away. Man, so awesome. I have no I have no idea who it is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's okay. It. That's awesome. I'd never heard of it. I kind of live under a rock, so so uh, <laughs> it was my first time reading. But I was, it was very funny. It's great. It's a great. It's a great website. I, I'm glad whoever's doing it. I'm glad. I'm glad they exist because it's it's really entertaining. Indeed. Yeah, I think so. I, I, inspired by the famous Sandhogs. Yeah. Oh, that's a great band too. Yeah. 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 With the same kind of mystery so, identity, for sure. They yeah. were se- se- secret for, for forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until they played that one show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just to jump back to this, uh, the, you know, the current release, the one you have out now, what was it like releasing a record during the pandemic? Because, I mean, you know, normally you'd be able to do a release show, do a tour. I know, like you said a few minutes ago, there was a bit of advanced hype that kind of uh, went into getting this out. But I guess how does it feel to have this out in the world now when people are listening to the LP and you can't, really promote it or, or present it to people the way right. that you used to well it's it's more boring uh, that's right right um, <laughs> totally more boring but like uh, i know i know that, that it's only I'm, I'm excited for moon june uh because uh what happens uh is that he's he has just recently sent it out very recently and uh but we, he'll be getting some great reviews in all sorts of foreign languages uh, cool uh coming in which are re- really enjoyable to read with the translate Right, right, yeah, yeah. The auto, yeah. Google Translate. Yeah, we, Google translate. Yeah. we get to Google yeah. Translate a lot of like weird psychedelic reviews that are not yeah. terribly dissimilar from that bad gardening advice article <laughs> sometimes, which is fun. It's super fun, yeah. but it gives you a really good insight into the style of person who likes to geek out about our band. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they write in sort of a weird like visionary ish like sort of psychedelic disconnected uh yeah. odd style <laughs> about things like it's it's they're generally pretty out there yeah the uh, ones from the it's ones from germany are, the ones from germany are always the ones that have been, been the i thought the funnest the best yeah <laughs> How does that yeah. sort of translate into uh, into developing an audience like overseas? I mean, you know, especially now, obviously, you, you can't go even play a show locally. But have you sort of over the years been able to build up, you know, uh, dedicated pockets of listeners in some of these countries? Well, we we assume so. Right. Um, we right. don't. You don't hear. You don't hear about it a lot. You don't like. We don't know if some guys playing us on the radio in the Philippines. Right. You, know, you just see that. the German reviews. Right? That, you yeah. Know, yeah. Like, yeah, like we're not that connected. This world is yeah, not like, that connected. I, I wouldn't describe them as pockets exactly. Like there's a lot <laughs> of people. listeners out there in this weird mesh yeah. that covers well, the globe. There, there's single pockets, nodes yeah. of like freaky people who are like, oh yeah, like this weird burner band from from <laughs> no. Winnipeg like makes no, there's, this there's freaky a, synthesizer stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. There's a, like there's a Dodge van in it. You know, like it's like it's the kind of people who find our record. And yeah, like, Moon June is when Moon June like, helps that part with of that. The record, that part of the record, they're just like, and then you're like in the van, man. That's right. Like, and then you're frogs. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly it. I think that these people, like, they're all out there. Uh, you know, many of them are our friends. Yeah. Um, but 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 many more uh, are people who we've yeah we've certainly never met. They found out about us through one way or the other. Another like. The internet, weird other reviews, Moon June, which is again, I think, a pretty major factor in getting the amount of attention it does from other countries around the world. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess we do have a, like technically, if there's anywhere there's a pocket, uh, there's a pocket in Brazil. Okay, 
that uh, that digs our music and keeps keeps asking us to go back there. Um, so that I would describe as a cool scene, and they're all like, you know, like weird proggy and like sort of tropicali and like post tropicali like psychedelic rock okay. musicians in Brazil from like the seventies and eighties and into the nineties. A lot of them are still playing, actually. That might be the first time I've heard post-tropicalia as a as a genre. I like it. I like it. <laughs> that's a genre. I just yeah. Dro- yeah. That's right. I just dropped that. Yeah. I hope yeah. that's it's okay. The, they're like, they're all, trying they're to like, describe these guys yeah. like they, you know, like they took us to a record store and they're like, "This record store is owned by this guy," and like he's and we met him and he was very nice and he's like, "This is the guy who like is in charge of like all of the tropicality issues that you hear in North America." Like cool. he's the one who owns all the tapes for Os Mutantes and stuff. And we were like. Oh, like that was, he's got uh, like was this that, cool that was, record uh, store in a mall. Big, was it? it was big, like, oh. That was called the. Uh, I remember it was called Big Papas or something. <laughs> what was Good it? Name? I don't Good remember. Yeah, yeah. I, bought a I got shit ended, up, ended up with a, I ended up with the language. With a tote, ended up with a tote with the name on it and the uh, okay and the and the and the crazy prog brand. Uh, I bought a record Labrantino. Right, uh, that band, that crazy band, yeah. Once. Yeah, and they're all like, you guys have to go to Chile, like, they're gonna love you there, and that kind of thing, you know, so, like, I guess at some point, we'll, we'd, I'd love to go back, but yeah. not, uh, not gonna go to Brazil anytime, it was real it's- soon.
it's it's really that's a struggle for us to travel and play though with our, our kind of like gear gear requirements uh, seem seem like a that's a, the only a thing gear is the yeah. obstacle for us but it's getting easier it, now so, because yeah. of the like you know the nord for example when the nord electro dropped uh we rented some to tour overseas and it was amazing like graham and i rented a couple here to make the libraries from our own synths because okay. he's he had he has like an arp string ensemble and they so some like you know roland electric piano like stuff like that transistor organs it was so we sat and just sampled every note of like all of these different sounds on all these different keys and made it uh, a library for nords okay and that and that's what we used for the last couple times we went we had to fly you know um With it is challenging yeah. But it's it's something that we can do. I think that like a lot of synths are like pretty widely available now. Yeah. Uh, you know the the market for that has grown quite a bit in many ways. So it's it's it is definitely easier now. But yeah, just having better tools will make it easier the next time we do it. Yeah, it's it's uh, my requirements aren't too steep, but. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll make it, we hopefully would make it work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's not something but you can strip down, right? I mean, you can't basically, uh, well, I guess you could, but it, I imagine you can't get the range of sounds you want if you're just oh, taking acoustic yeah, instruments yeah. or something, right? No, that's no, I right. Have to, I have to, I have to take my guitar and my pedals and, yeah. uh, and my little synth. Like I cannot, they're irreplaceable in a way, like any kind of rental gear yeah. would be just like, well, I would just sound like shit and be mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I bring an MPC. <laughs> And a delay unit or two, and then cymbals. Okay. That's all I bring. And then I rent a kit there and just hope for the best. Hope for the best, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you just, you're just you just like, I hope I get an instrument that sounds musical. Yeah. And not like a shoebox or whatever. Which <laughs> yeah. is fine, though. Like, at this point, I can play a shoebox, too. Like, right. I'll play the shoebox. In a pinch, you could, you could pull it off, yeah. So I, yeah. So I'm fine. I'll, I'll manage, you know. But, yeah, Jesse and Graham, then they've got, like, all those organs and keys and so that's what we worked hard to sort of find ways to replace. And I think we, we ended up getting uh we ended up getting like a like a Rhodes electric piano when we were there last time. Oh cool. Uh so that was actually like better than what we normally play, you know? We were all just really scared. I just remember feel the last time we played there, I just remember being terrified the whole time. <laughs> it was in like Germany this big Brazil? in Brazil. I was just, Brazil, I was terrified. No, no, Germany, I was more, not terrified. Germany was, it was like Germany in a bar. Was easier. That was, was way easier. easier. No, no, Brazil was yeah. like this big theater. And it's like, uh, you know, it was like, it was, it was quite large. It was really beautiful. There were like roadies who wouldn't let us touch our instruments at certain times. Like we couldn't, you know, like, like, you know, Jesse wasn't allowed to change his own string and stuff. It's oh, like, wow. no, no, no. Like this guy's going to do it for you. He's the tech. And Jesse's like, okay, <laughs> uh, you know, so it was pretty wild. Like it was, yeah, it was felt strange and formal to us. Uh, just kept being so used to being road rats and playing yeah. in like gross bars across North America. You know what I mean? Like, it's not often that we get shows that are like, even the really nice shows that we have on a tour are either at some like weird burner festival yeah. somewhere or in a dude's studio that he has like a cool following. Like there's a guy in Baltimore uh, at Orion Studios and we've, he does like weird live events with, you know, Moon Junie type bands oh, cool. from around the world. And we've played there uh, a number of times. And uh, there was a barn you know. outside of a barn outside of Ottawa actually it was a really good one. <laughs> barn that Storm. Was a, that was a, that was a yeah. pretty wild. That, I was thinking about that just the other day, actually. Sleeping outside around the fire. Oh, right on. That wait a, a second. Good one. Wait a second. What was the question? I don't uh, remember no, anymore. No, no. It's gone, 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 gone so far off the, We're just the question. Ranting. But what I was going to ask, actually, is, I mean, obviously, you know, you have all this experience touring, and it sounds like you've done some pretty cool stuff, but you can't tour right now because of the pandemic. No one can tour. Um, what's the best way at this point for someone to get a copy of the record? Because you can't buy it at a show, which is presumably the main way people pick them up in the past, right? So what's the uh, ideal way for someone to get their hands on a copy? Uh, Bandcamp is a good way, especially if you want the... Well, yeah, Bandcamp's probably the easiest yeah. way. Go to our Mahogany can, Frog Bandcamp. You can just contact the band, too. Uh, you can email the pretty, band directly. Yeah, because we're the ones Mahogany that at mahoganyfrog.com. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's, you know, pay a, you can pay the band directly. Easy. It's, yeah. 
Yeah, and we'll drop it off. I mean, it's in and, town, and in town like, too. I've been I've been dropping them off too. Yeah. Cool. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I may have to um, send you a message about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but yeah, yeah if yeah. you don't live in town, or you'd prefer to just like you know use PayPal or whatever, you can you can use Bandcamp and buy cool. it there, and we'll cool. get it out to you. But it sh- yep. it, sh- it should be at into the music though. Right. In the one place it would be. Yeah, it was good. I wasn't sure if yeah. they have stock yet, but they, they I'm sure the local I guess into the music is now the the local record store that would stock yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so if there's, if there's one place that's where it's gonna be. 